Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we address the question, is it acceptable for us to have naughty sex? So naughty is one of those words that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I mean, even in preparing Mm -hmm. for the show, Tony and I were going back and forth going, well, what does naughty mean? Right? Because there's a wide spectrum and I'm not asking any of you to Google this. So I did not tell you to Google, but if you were to Google naughty sex, you'll see just a tremendous spectrum. Don't go there. Mm -hmm. Don't go there because it, it does mean different things to different people. And sex was designed as a way for a husband and a wife to connect in a way that they're not connecting with anyone else. And I think that's the key. This is the key that we both agreed upon is that it is something. Sex, sexual intimacy, making love, whatever you want to call it, however you phrase it, is something that you and your spouse do. It is between you, your spouse, and God. And what you two do is between the three of you. Right. And it's giving yourself wholly and completely to another person. And yes, we do include God in that. You know, when we were talking about it just now, Tony said a minute ago, you know, the three of you, because we do believe that God belongs in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. When we first did our 60 days of sex challenge and, and we're trying to power through 60 days, there was a night about halfway through when I'm like, okay, God, you know what? You better show up because I got no desire here for this man. And I don't think I can keep going. And I literally prayed for desire. Mm-hmm. You know, what you do in your bedroom sexually, that's a conversation between the two of you. And that's maybe multiple conversations yeah. because because how you were brought up can change that word for you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. If you were brought up to say that sex was naughty, bad, not good, right? And that was a messaging you got since you were a little boy or a little girl. And then all of a sudden you get married and you're supposed to flip a switch of being, of hearing that for, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, whatever it's been to flip the switch and all of a sudden have sex, Mm -hmm. sex in itself in missionary position could be something hard for you. Absolutely. Or if, if you've been raised in, in a situation, an environment where, you know, sex only has one purpose and that's procreation, mm-hmm. which means that, you know, basically you get in and you get out and, you know, you're just hoping that you're ovulating at that point in time and doing anything outside of just having sex for that purpose can also be construed as being naughty. Mm-hmm. Right, So we're not going to define what naughty is in your marriage. That's a conversation for the two of you. What I would encourage all of you listening to do is to check out Song of Songs in the Bible. You know, because a lot of people are like, oh, you know what? If there's a faith component, you know, sex is bad or sex is dirty or any of these things. Well, I'm going to encourage you to actually take a look at what the Bible says and how the Bible describes sex between a husband and a wife, because it is one of the most erotic, one of the most visual descriptions of the sexual relationship between a husband and a wife. And I would actually encourage the two of you to read it out loud to one another. Mm -hmm. There is a husband's part and and a wife's part, right? But to get into that place, because, you know, as we've said, there are two things to always keep in mind right? What you do is between you, your spouse and God. It's not something for social media, you know, 
feeds. It's not something to, you know, sit around with the guys or the gals at, you know, guy night or girl night and be like, yeah, well, this is what we did last week. Nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know. It's between the two of you. And you only go as far as the most conservative spouse, right? So if you guys are talking about, you know, something that's naughty, however the two of you define that, and one of you says, you know what, that's too far for me, then it's too far, right? It's not a, like, let me keep trying to pressure you into this. You can ask one more question past that. Is that a no, not now? Or is that a no, not ever? And that's a big question because over the years, Alisa and I have grown. Our sexual intimacy has grown. And I would say for things that we possibly do now, 20 years ago when we first were married and early married, we probably wouldn't have been doing that sexually in our bedroom. Because for us, it was outside of what we thought sexual intimacy between the two of us was supposed to look like. Now, 21 years married, that's a different vision mm-hmm. that we have and what we do with each other. There is a there's a comfort with each other. Oh, sure. There's a there has been trials of, hey, let's try this. Did it work? No, I didn't like it. This, yes, it did work. I like that. Let's mm-hmm. continue to do that. I mean, so that changes mm-hmm. over time as you guys connect deeper in your sexual intimacy. Absolutely, because there's a trust factor that comes with with how the two of you handle your intimacy. And it changes from the first day married to when you're like, gosh, you've been married 20 years. We know we've got folks in the one family that have been married 30, 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. right? And as your trust grows, what the two of you may consider you know, naughty or things that you want to try or, or do whatever, that may change as well. That's why conversations around sexual intimacy are not a one and done conversation. Right? It doesn't just happen one time. You know, what the two of you want to try, that, that's a conversation between the two of you. And is this going to, you know, is this going to push our boundaries too far? Then don't do it. It doesn't matter. Don't ever push your spouse, specifically in sexual intimacy, don't ever push your spouse to do something they don't want to do. And I just want to share an example for us. Oral sex was one of those areas. Early on in our marriage, we discussed it. We tried it. We just, it, it didn't feel right for either of us. And years went by, but we never shut down the conversation about it. Mm-hmm. We never shut it down to the point of like, no, never. It was more like, no, not right now. And over the years, we've continued to talk about it. And now it's something that we do regularly. We find a pleasure in it for both of us. And that changed from a from something that we thought was naughty early on to something that is actually really beautiful and a part of our sexual intimacy. And just one last thing on this word naughty. Think about the words that you use in your marriage, right? Because if you've got a connotation around the word naughty and that people shouldn't do naughty things and that you know it's going to bring trouble or it's going to bring shame or anything like that, then stop using that word. If, so good. if the two of you Come want on. to explore, if you want to try new things, if you want to, you know, experiment with different positions or or sex toys or or whatever it might be, different lubricants, whatever it is, then you're in the place of, of exploration. Because I just, I really want, uh, like suddenly dawned on me just as we were wrapping up this show that for some of you, you hear the word naughty and you go into this place where you're like, oh. Oh, that's not good. That's not good. I'm going to get because in trouble. Because mom or dad was telling you it. 
time and time again. And so you need to change that wording, which ends up changing your mindset, which then impacts how you see your spouse, the sexual intimacy you have together. Words are powerful. So good. I love it. I love it. So yes, take that word out of your vocabulary and change it, like Elisa said, to exploration. If it's time for the two of you to start having these conversations about your sex life, check out 19 Questions to Amazing Sex, and you can get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 19 questions.